Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life, and we are clearly in the second half of the year. Pam's going to let us know all about the week uh starting of monday the 4th of july 2022 which is week 27 of this year and i will be back soon pam how's it looking for us okay yes well for those who celebrated happy independence day in the united states a day which is kind of fraught and under a lot of uh, discussion these days because of the historic revelations in the United States, which those of you who have been listening to me for a while know it's, um, this is it. You know, this is like the time when we have to discuss and determine the course of the United States over the next couple of years. But uh, we are in difficult throes over the past couple of years and through 2024 as the United States kind of decides what kind of country it's going to be. So Independence Day uh, with a Virgo moon this year should lead to a lot of uh, heartfelt discussions on change and the health of the country because of other aspects happening. But for those who are not in the United States uh, or care anything about what happens in the United States and being such a very large country with a lot of uh, military and uh, finance, uh, better or worse, it, uh, it does have an effect globally. So, but I should also point out and remind us that the United States is certainly not the only country that's being affected by what began in, well, actually, probably if we go far enough back to 2008 when Pluto entered Capricorn, when all kinds of institutions and structures began to undergo undergo change, whether they want it or not. And at the end of the cycle, we will have irrevocable transformation in certain institutions, absolutely. So many governments and ways that things are structured have been undergoing change. Uh, This was given the extra layer in uh, January 2020 when we had Saturn-Pluto in Capricorn, uh, the onset of awareness of the pandemic. 
And then we moved on to where we are now being affected by the Saturn square Uranus, which colors this whole year of 2020. And so there's a lot of Saturn Capricorn stuff in these themes. And what that means is that the desire for status quo to hold on tight to something is also at odds with the absolute truth that it's time for irrevocable change, which also brings in initially chaos, because (laughs) chaos is what creates the absolute certainty that change must occur and structures must go in place in order to deter and buttress what seems to be chaos. So as we dig further into the onset of the week of July 4th, one thing to note, all the times I give are Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are. One thing to note is that in the morning, uh, up until late morning, there's a picture in the sky which I've talked about many times because it happens It moves at least a couple of times a month as the moon enters a square or uh, actually the opposition to the planet Venus. And what happens when this occurs is that for all of us who are born with what's considered hard or challenging aspects to our uh, moon coupled with Venus, what happens is we get into a situation that reminds us of what might feel to be uh, at odds between our needs and our desires, what we want. And ideally, what we want is what we need, and what we need is what we want. (laughs) But for Venus, Saturn, I mean, Venus, Moon, challenge people, This isn't always the case at all. It can be rather disparate, you know. Well, I I need uh, comfort and security, but I want to take risks and walk on the wild side. Well, you know, that's that's at odds. That's not always how it manifests for people with uh, moon and Venus challenges, but it's an example of how it might. So for some of us in the morning, we may be feeling that our needs are uh, at crossroads with what we really want. And I think, especially looking at what a loud day this is, uh, in that it's Independence Day in the United States, that this could be a lot of buzz or conversations that are about, well, this is what I need to feel like I'm in the U.S. or a citizen, but this is what I want the country to be. So it's not just about personal. It can be the extension of the personal, which becomes the job, the country, the neighborhood, uh, because we all see everything through our lens. Now, what I love about this day, though, is that once that passes and we get towards high noon, then we're in energy that's much more, well, okay, if I want to reconcile this somehow, let me roll up my sleeves and figure out a way to 
do it to make a difference. So this can be a really good day of uh, doing things that basically are for a higher ideal or something that has to do with something you are ready to transform and make happen. So it's not just people who are involved in the United States or have some sort of uh, declaration of independence to do, but there is a piece that is <clears throat> influenced by this, which comes to if you want to, because the moon kind of shows how the overall feeling is. So the overall feeling with the moon in Virgo is how do we perfect something? How do we make it better? How do we help? How do we uh, provide service? How do we, how do we give ourselves what we need to be in the best overall health and really have a sense of feeling like we're connected to the earth. Now, people might manifest this in different ways, but if we're really paying attention to what energetically wants to happen, and this becomes even more powerful because over the next 24 hours, Mars enters the sign of Taurus. And so that's a, a lot of energy in earth Pluto in Capricorn, even though Mars in Taurus is early degree and Pluto in Capricorn is late degree. And the moon, of course, is traveling over a course of two and a half days in the sign of Virgo. But nonetheless, it's a lot of Earth energy. And what does Earth do? Earth manifests. <clears throat> it makes something tangible that's, quote, real in the world that we can see. So that looks differently or what the result we might want to bring in could have a different feel for different people. But the inherent truth is of it is what can I make tangible? So on this day and as we get into the fifth as well, there's a lot of energy that's about what is it you want to bring down to earth and give a tangible manifestation to? Uh, for some of us, it might be, well, you know, I'm continuing to take care of my body, to <clears throat> work in my garden, to tend my home. For others, it might be a wider extension. Let me see how I can serve, what I can do in community, what I can do with people around me, because my intention is wide. And it may not just be people in my immediate radius that might radiate out far and wide. <clears throat> There's also a strong connection to what can be healing and helpful and uh, restorative by being in nature, connecting with animals. So these two days, that's a lot of what they're speaking about. And a the more, especially on Tuesday, the more that we're in touch with our inner self or um, a meditation dialogue, the more we can be 
acutely aware have revealed to us what it is we are moving towards and making happen. At 2.04 p.m. on Tuesday the 5th, the moon goes void of course, and it's void of course until 6.25 p.m. when it enters Libra. So that kind of mid-afternoon to early evening time is a great time to clear the decks, get things in order for what's coming in next. And we're still working with the um, with the waxing moon cycle, so we're building on things that we want to bring to fruition or put put to uh, put to bed, like that we finished up with. So there's a lot of momentum energy, but in these few hours of the void of course time, it's best to work with things already in motion or get ready, set up for what comes next. Now, when the moon is in Libra, ideally we are uh, communicating, making connections, doing things that give us a sense of cultural fulfillment or um, higher mind, um, legal, uh, things that give us a sense of uh, creating an equilibrium in dialogue and in our overall state of being. However, on this evening, it might, things can come up that sort of maybe devil's advocate or create a degree of, hmm, this isn't feeling as smooth as I would like. Uh, Realize that whatever it is may well be coming up for things that need to be understood better. As you can continue to work with whatever it was you'd intended or want to bring into a clear reality. So what can happen when we become crystal clear about what it is we want to do, create, or make happen is that we get pushback. I mean, not everybody is necessarily happy that um, the situation has changed or what it is you want to do isn't what they want to do. So this is an opportunity for dialogue, for greater awareness, to understand where the blocks or resistance may come. And it may be within yourself. It may be things that come up that just say to you, no, you can't do that. Or if you give that up, um, so-and-so or a sense of loyalty or who will you be? And inevitably, when we are really in an awareness of transformation or becoming, we have to we have to be willing to discard who we were or prior situation. And that can feel very off-putting to us, you know, to yourself or to other people in your life. But it's There's an inevitability to it because when we try to cling to things that have outworn their purpose, then they'll pull us down with them. So on Wednesday and into Thursday, we're still having this energy of dialogue, confrontation, and it, it, it doesn't mean you're getting in arguments with people. Actually, On Wednesday, I wouldn't think that was the case at all, but you may be encountering situations or um, 
revelations within self that just are a little uncomfortable or make you push in a direction that you don't or didn't want to go in. And that's okay as long as you stay true and focused on what it is that needs to happen. And so Thursday the 7th is same kind of energy. In Libra, you know, we have a lot of opportunity to be in dialogue or get the information we need. Uh, One of the things about being in dialogue is sometimes we can have very set thoughts or ways we see things and we realize, hmm, okay, uh, this is another way to make this manifest. Thursday, the moon goes void, of course, at 9.04 p.m. And once it's void, then... What one thing that I should mention though is the evening may be so. I should also mention that Thursday evening we may find ourselves um, either in those confrontations, as I said, with ourselves or with another person, especially it can be a person one is very intimate with or in financial dealings with. The, the piece about this is again is to understand that whatever might feel like a power struggle or something that is um, difficult, um, just where you can put more slack in the rope may give you more understanding of um, where the give and take is. But when we pull that tighter, then we are locked in a place that doesn't allow us to see options. At 9.04 p.m., the moon goes void, of course, and uh, it's void, of course, for the rest of the evening. So this is really a good time to, if you can, just sort of restore, relax, and uh, process whatever the lessons were the past couple of days. So the moon enters Scorpio at 1.15 a.m. on July the 8th. And this Scorpio moon, which is, I mean, when the moon is in Scorpio, people tend to be more intense. They, um, especially water people, uh, possibly people with a lot of uh, earth as well, a sense of um, fixed sign energy, Aquarius, Leo, uh, Scorpio, and Taurus. And so what happens is, People get into the focus or the stick to and they can be very attached to outcome of things. And this is not necessarily bad. Actually, over the next couple of days, if we are very self-aware and clear on what it is that we're working for, conscious, then uh, we can push through a lot of stuff over the next couple of days. Extremely therapeutic energy, um, not necessarily easy. Anyone who's ever done a lot of deep work, therapy work, um, uh, body or mental or emotional knows, (laughs) it can feel kind of lousy when we're getting through something that needs to be seen before it's released. But um, that's also very, very powerful and good. So the morning may feel 
a little fraught for some of us, uh, high emotional for some of us. If you tip this way anyway, or you're going through a lot of stuff, give yourself a slow, easy morning if possible. Do not engage with people who just don't get it. It's it's just going to, it's not going to be worth it for you. Uh, so as the day proceeds, I think it's going to be an excellent day to really focus, research, know where you're going, uh, very, very profound on what we can move through and make happen. <clears throat> uh, what I would advise for Friday and Saturday is to be with people with whom you feel you truly connect and truly support you because otherwise... <clears throat> you may feel as though you're kind of on another planet. So this is especially true on Saturday the 9th. If you feel that you, again, are kind of getting into stuff, uh, basically what's happening is that we're, we're going through a lot of under... Well, some of us more than others because it depends on where certain planets are working with your horoscope, but um, because we can have a large um, um, <laughs> large candy box of people in our lives, it may be that somebody's going through something that you're not exactly privy to, but you're getting influenced or affected by. So this can be a rather <clears throat> emotionally tumultuous day, but in the end, it can be a day that feels incredibly as though, wow, I got through a major boatload of stuff. It could affect work. It could affect emotions. It could have to do with the physical. But it's a profound and um, serious members only apply day. For those who aren't being affected by it, just enjoy what can be a very productive day. Uh, Sunday the 10th, uh, the moon goes void, of course, at 12.34 a.m., so in the wee hours of the morning, just after midnight the night before, and uh, then it enters Sagittarius at 4.34 a.m., which sets up a day that I think should just be enjoyed, uh, if possible, outside, in nature, in movement, uh, appreciating new ideas and thoughts and don't push too hard. And so the overall energy of the week has a lot to do with working with the momentum of the waxing moon cycle and being as conscious as possible of what's going on with you emotionally and the people around you. And now I turn it over to Susie. Ah, sounds like the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> Being aware of your emotions and everybody else's. Okay, <laughs> let's jump into our meditation. And I invite everyone just to take a place of stillness for 10 minutes. And as we slowly, nicely drop into that, just getting a sense now of the self, self-awareness and feeling the 
simplicity of the moment. Just feeling that we can just be here now and be simple. And take a nice deeper breath and just relax into the moment. And when we're talking about emotions, something that makes us very especially human and the wide range of emotions that we can have, and sometimes we find that we just kind of get stuck in a certain place, in certain emotions. And if they're good states, happy, joyful, blissed out, then we're fine. No one's ever complaining about being too happy. But when those states are not comfortable, when they're clearly moments of suffering, then those are emotions that we don't really want to sit with and don't really want to be with. We all have them. Some of us have them a lot of the time. Some of us go in and out of those emotions. What's important to understand is those emotions are also equal to the actual chemicals in our body, the actual hormones, the actual information in our body that is physical, the chemicals that our body produces when we're scared or when we're panicked or when we're worried or when we're nervous are very different to the chemicals of when we're being hugged and held and uh, are feeling love or feeling happiness. So it's a very different chemical and uh, we know from, like, for example, from animals that they can smell those chemicals on us, like a, a dog can smell if we're afraid or a dog can smell if we're happy. So knowing that our body is really on one level, we can look at it, feel it, experience it, and it's a, it's a factory of chemicals. It's a, a bag of chemicals. And when we have been in a particular chemical state for a long time, for example, depression or sadness, our body gets used to making those chemicals and it stays there. It's perhaps what we might even call stuck in a rut. And that rut, that space, is something that happens almost automatically. And we can find in our lives that we become so accustomed and so used to that state that we make statements out in the world. We say, oh, yes, that's me, I'm a warrior, or yes, that's me, I'm always depressed, or yes, that's me, and we identify with those states and we identify with those chemicals and we almost accept them as this is me, this is myself, this is where I'm naturally hanging out. And if we feel differently, it's like, wow, that's not me. 
it's almost hard for us to get out of that rut, to get out of that place. And then we can also create conditions around us consciously, unconsciously, one could even say uh, magnetically or uh, by the energy of ourselves that we attract things to us to satisfy the condition that already exists within. So if my body is addicted to or used to creating the, the chemicals of drama, then I will attract the drama to myself. I will attract it around me. It's what feeds me. So to change, to alter, to make a difference to this state, whatever that state is, whatever that state of depression or whatever that suffering state is, our very first step is to recognise it. Where is my mind? Where are my thoughts? What am I feeling? And actually take command. Take command and not let the feelings, not let the emotional state be in charge and control, control my life control me. So as I take command, my first step is to recognise the state and to recognise what brings me to this state, why I am in this state, and to make the very clear call that I no longer want to be in this state I am now, from my own volition, from my own sense of individuality, from my own sense of awareness, I am now taking command and I am recognising myself. I am recognising my emotions I am recognising my cycles, my triggers, my vulnerable points. I am recognising my own awareness and I am taking full and complete responsibility for my state of mind from my understanding of myself, from my reality. And from this place, I am able to initiate my own ideas, my own feelings, my own intentions that propel me forward. And I am no longer in any way influenced by the feelings of others that are not beneficial to me. 
I am no longer influenced, affected by the words of others, by the actions of others that are not for my highest good. And as I do this, I take a few deeper breaths and I recognize that I am in command of my own being, my own thoughts, my own feelings, independent of others, independent of all of the suffering of others. I am responsible for my own state. And as we do this, as I do this, I feel myself literally falling into my body 100%, spirit, soul, physical body, emotions, thoughts, clear as day, strong and powerful, awake and aware and full of potential. Gently opening our eyes, welcoming the life ahead, knowing that I am in command. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you, Pam, and Let's see you all next week. Thanks. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.